In a season where the Chicago Bears have disappointed with their play on the field, even though they've matched their win total from last season already, me and C-Dub are going to talk about the Bears that have disappointed us the most so far this season, and we're going to dive into the mailbag. All that and more right after this intro. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. C-Dub Hayes in the building. I'm stepping in for Bobby. It's Bobby's B-Day and it's Veterans, Veterans Day. He gets to double dip today. Yes, he needs to take sir. the day off, man. Hope that man. hope my boy's resting and eating some good food today, bro. That's what I hope Bobby's out there doing. Knowing Bobby, though, he's probably found a way to work. He probably found something he needed to do around the house. Knowing Bobby, he's somewhere close to a fifth right now. <laughs> that's, that's very accurate as well but before we get into the mailbag today dub and we just want to talk about bears that have kind of been the most disappointing for us this season um i'll let you take this one away first which chicago bears play so far this season has disappointed you the most um and and i like to call do this and i'm greatness on the scale but i expected more from some of these players but i say it's not egregious but i'm gonna say darnell mooney he's come along Mm. along the last couple of weeks but you know he had a play here or a play there but it ain't what i expected out of darnell moody it ain't bad it ain't terrible but it ain't what i expected from darnell yeah I listen, I, I can definitely agree that Darnell Mooney was on like we came into the season. What do we say? Like, who are they gonna extend? Is it gonna be Chase Claypool? Is it gonna be Darnell Mooney? Chase already got traded, and it may look like Darnell Mooney may not get an extension either, bro. Especially Man. listen, that boy Tyler Scott hasn't played amazing, hasn't had like super big games, but at least what I look at him for is he can put, replace maybe what Darnell Mooney's given us already. Now, there's something to be said about the chemistry that Mooney has with Fields, and Fields hasn't been out there. Like you said, he's been playing better the last couple of weeks as well. But um, I don't know, bro. Like, I, I, I really like Darnell Mooney as a person. I still think he has a lot of potential in him as well. But uh, I just don't know where the Bears are going, especially if they are able to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. in the first round. Oh, my goodness, if you can, bro. If you can bring Darnell Mooney back. I just don't know, man. The, the the question, do he want to be a third option? Because he's definitely that soon as the rookie. If if that happens to be the case yeah. that we get Marvin Harrison, you a third option. Does he want to do that? He might don't want to do that. That's true as well. I mean, but hey, we've seen it that he's better at least when he's the second option. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. And Spot Rack has, uh, they predicted that the most Darnell Mooney will get is like a four-year deal worth $12 million, And that's that's $3 million a year per, bro. It's like, that's Damn. not what was expected, bro. Like, bro, damn, really? That's, yeah, bro. Like, speaking of, bro, it's funny. Like, when you look at like the, and people say it's not, it's all just, and it, it confuses me because look at Darnell Mooney's production. And then have you seen Chase Claypool since he's been on the Dolphins? Yeah. Three yeah. games for the Dolphins. He's only has one reception in three games, bro. bro it, I, it, that was just a, a total mistake. But I was going to ask you, how much is the highest paid wide receiver? Uh, I think like 20 million. Let me see. Damn it, then just it's around there. If it's around twenty million, and Darnell Mooney is only getting gonna is gonna be offered, they predicting twelve million, three million a year for four years. Yeah, oh, that's kind of telling. So, but I don't think he that bad though. I don't think he that bad. But his his production is is just down. It's down. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I look at so Tyreek Hill right now is the highest paid wide receiver. He's getting thirty million a year. Him, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, 30 million, 28 million, and 26 million per year. So we're saying that Darnell Mooney is worth one tenth of that. 
that's that's bro, that's not good, Darnell, for sure. I mean, listen, <laughs> it is what good. it is, bro. When it comes down to it, like I I like. I like Darnell Mooney as a person, and we've seen him have big games, yeah, especially yeah. when he's not the number one wide receiver. Um, but it just hasn't been – it hasn't been a lot. So, um, But all right, C-Dub. So, like, looking at it for me, um, one of the biggest disappointments on the season for me – I have a position. The center position in general is just a suck. But, listen, yes. we knew that coming in, right? We didn't. Yes. We had doubts about the center position. But I, I have to say this, and, and yes, the, the expectations were tempered because he was a last-minute signing, but Yannick Ngakwe, like – he hasn't brought any of what we what we thought. He's been so, so li- listen. What do you think Yannick Ngakwe's win rate was? The lowest win rate he's had in his career before coming to the Chicago Bears. I have no idea. I just know it's it was probably before coming to the Chicago Bears. It was probably high or maybe mediocre. But I wanted couldn't throw a number. So last year was the lowest of his career. It was seven point one percent. He had nine point nine, nine point seven, and ten point seven before that. Um. This year, four point six win rate, and so and the reason why the reason why I use win, win rate is because that is specifically just on his performance. Now he, he was getting double team more often, so I'm going to say that as well. But like Unique has not brought anything that we actually needed from him. Nothing. Yeah. So yeah. it's unfortunate. But it is it is what it is, man. Like Unique Ngakwe to me is just a player that, yeah, it's only a one year deal. Yeah, we all always knew it was a rental. It was a last minute thing. The way that I always say it is, I use the jagged edge line. Him and the Bears were both looking at each other, saying, "We're not getting any younger. We might as well do it." As far as the <laughs> you might as well. Yeah, listen, because we needed somebody who can get to the quarterback. He needed a team. Yes, so, yeah. So it just it just worked out that way. But yeah, uh, he's definitely been. Uh, um, uh, disappointment and I think like we saw him he got a sack with Montez Sweat on the yeah. opposite side of him I think it's definitely going to ease some things up to him but up until this point in the season it's been a disappointment we'll see if it changes with that so. and Drip is is he on a prove it deal that's a prove it deal right yeah oh unique unique and Gakwe is not coming back okay. I don't think there's any way that unique and Gakwe is coming back like unless he finishes the season and gets 10 sacks over the last seven games he ain't coming back bro but he, now we saying that now. Now you see, I would like to know how many pressures he got last game, because with Montez Sweat is a threat, and it's making you see he got a, a sack in the game. He got a sack, and that's yeah, because of this guy's on his team. So that ten might not be out of the question if he got that guy on the other side. It might not. It's a game. My thing is, is the way that I look at it is this though: is that to me the Bears are going to have two first round picks. They got. They don't have their own second round pick because we traded it. But to me, I look at it and I say this. Can you if you don't think you can find a defensive end that's younger that you compare with Montez Sweat, I think that you can, right? So, you know, that's the way, and maybe that's why I look at it the way that I do, because I really do think that they're gonna be able to find a better de- or even in the free like even in free agency. If you're gonna spend $10 million on a defensive end, I just think you can find a better one than what Yannick Ngakwe's been for you, bro. And he's probably still gonna want his money. Yeah, he definitely gonna want his money. That's why I think this approve it deal is he's failing, and I think he knows it right now. He got eight okay. weeks to to improve his stock, and I think it just got better for him with the addition of Montez Sweat. So we'll see. But I don't think he. I'm with you though. I he ain't no way. <laughs> Eighteen total tackles for Montez Sweat so far. Are you kidding me, Drip? No, bro. That's dead ass, bro. What is that? Two games, games. What? Bro, that's what I'm saying. Like it's oh please, it's a lot of questionable plays. Justin Jones from from Unique and did I say Montez? What I mean, Unique and Gakwe. I think I made oh I was about to say yeah no no no. I'm sorry, Unique and Gakwe. Only 18 uh, tackles so far. That's bad. 
Yeah. That's bad. Keep in mind, he's played 10 games. Yeah, so, yeah, like, now nah, that's the opposite. I was just geeked for my tip. Yeah. Oh, also, my fault. I, yeah. I said, I, I hyped you up on that one. Well, my bad. No, nah, you good. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I guess we'll see, man. I mean, if him and Montez, if him and Montez sweat turn into this, this formidable defensive line, maybe you do look at trying to retain him. Even if you do draft a young defensive end, yeah. then you have some depth there as you're looking for that other defensive end to come along. But ah, it's going to be cheap. I just, I don't know. It's going to be cheap. We, we, we go, we go low ball the shit out of him. I mean, if he, if he already couldn't find a team, I mean, who's maybe you can get him cheap <laughs> for real? So, that, it's on tape. <laughs> it's on yes. tape. <laughs> That's fact. That's facts. All right, man. Let's go ahead yeah. and get into these voicemails, man. This first one we were going to play. This one's from Mike from Pennsylvania. Yo, Hayes and the Cognac Boys. It's Mike from Pennsylvania. Um, oh, shit. Why'd it stop? Yo, Hayes and the Cognac Boys. It's Mike from Pennsylvania. Um, I'm, I'm really with you there, Hayes. Um, I got to give Flues props that our run defense has become kind of good. However, I can't take me no more Getsy. I can't take it. We got to get rid. Getsy has got to go. I don't know if you can keep Flues and get rid of Getsy. And I don't think, uh, yeah, that, that won't work out. So I'm with you. We need to clean up this coaching stuff because they're out their minds and i'll tell you something we gotta get the pitchforks and the torches if this summer gun doesn't run the ball against carolina on thursday the 32nd defense and run defense and we got the boys we got and uh little love to dante foreman he's the best running back we got Get this guy. You see, this is what I mean. I don't know why they they start the rookie. They start, you know, Khalil's good. Khalil's very good. We love Khalil, absolutely. But guess what? Love all you want, but Dante Foreman's the man. We need to have that boy in there, and we need to get our other backs, and we need to run the rock. And um, I want to see Justin Fields and Tyson Fadgen back on this team. And then let's draft, how about a freaking bulldog center and a left tackle and a three technique in whatever order, just build this franchise, build this team instead of freaking, if they bring in a new quarterback and they have freaking Getsy just ruin this guy's career, dude. I might have to become a Steelers fan. I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't take it. We can't ruin another guy. We just keep bringing in guys and ruining them. But hopefully they'll get this right. Uh, I guess I'm on the uh, Jim Harbaugh train because he knows how to coach an athletic quarterback. We've seen him done it. We've seen him have success wherever he goes. He's got a little experience. I uh, got cut off there. But uh, listen, I, a couple of points there. I got to first say, my, my boy, Mike, you know you family to us. That boy was lit. Yeah. You can't tell me Mike had didn't have a few, bro. He had he had a he had a case on that one, bro. That sounds like some whiskey right there. That's how hey, like, bro. Hey, that's like a fifth of whiskey right there. Mike was drinking good that day. Uh, I don't think that I still don't look at De Deontay Foreman. I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. He's been playing amazingly. But to me, he's not better than Khalil Herbert. No. Just in my my personal no, opinion. No, no, so no. 
Absolutely not. And I'm going to just yeah. say um, the running back, he he does uh, have like the second best running run after contact or something like that. I've seen a crazy stat. So he has been doing well. But he missed five games, though. It's better players in front of him, I still think. Rojo is still better than him to me. He's still better yeah. than to me. For sure. Like, and, and, that, and that's what I look at it too. Like, that's not to take anything away from Deontay Foreman. He's a monster. And we have been saying, right? When even when he was a healthy scratch, like, make no mistake about it, this dude can still go. And I'm glad that he showed it. But I think what he's shown now is also he's reminded the league. There, I don't think there's no way that Deontay Foreman comes back here. Because A, the Bears aren't going to pay a running no. back, especially when they still got Khalil Herbert and Roshan Johnson yeah. here. And I don't think he's going to come back and be the third fiddle yet again. Now, De uh, Darrington Evans, yeah. Evans, let's keep that man as a third yes, running back because yes, I love yes, what he's been given, yeah, bro. bro. Um, but, yeah, I think Deontay Foreman is going to find himself, yeah. if not a starter position, another shared backcourt where he can be a little bit more prioritized next year. Oh, bro. And also, to add, with the coaching and trying to get rid of Luke Getze, I think we just need to get past that. If, if they – gonna let all the bullshit that we already seen so far this season go might as well mm -hmm. wait to the end of the season just forget about it stop calling for his job whatever's gonna happen it's gonna happen at the end of the season or it's not the, yeah. if all the bullshit we seen denver game all that all them screen plays and all that it's not gonna happen it's going to the end of the season just forget that's it. a fact <laughs> that's a fact all right uh let's get into this next Voicemail. Let's see who this next one's from. Give me one second. Uh, this next one's from Booker. You know he's fan. Yo, 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 Hayes. What's up? This book, man. Blessings to you and yours. Uh, feeling pretty good on this uh, Bears victory Friday, but you know I don't care how they win, man. A win is a win. But I just gotta say, man. I, even after the win or whatever, I don't care, man. The Bears can finish out on the undefeated streak, man. Getsy got to go. <laughs> 3G, yes, he got to go. This dude is making both quarterbacks, man, look inept at times, man. So everybody doing the arguing between Bajan and, 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 and Fields, man, it just realize if you're paying attention, it ain't them. You know what I'm saying? They both have some deficiencies they can work on, but overall, it's not them. It's not the players. It's the play caller because there was a couple of calls in that game that just made no sense to me, you know what I'm saying, which has been the theme of the year. No sense, you know. But he got to go, man. Flus, I'm, I'm, Flus is, he, if he want to stay on as defensive coordinator, I'm cool with that because he, he, that's his forte. I can't take that from the man. He's a good defensive coordinator. Terrible head coach, man. So, I don't know, man. It's just, you know, it, I, I'm it's, this is it's a lethargic feeling for the win. I'm glad they won, man, but it's kind of like, huh, you know, because you see what's coming as long as we got the same play call. That's all I wanted to say, man. Again, blessings to you and yours. Shout out to the to the to the familiar. Shout out to the crew. Chicago up, bear down. I'll let you later. All right. Uh, so this is why I didn't get into the end of Mike's email where he also talked about coaching because Booker picked it right up. Uh, what do you think about like as far as Getzey and him hurting the quarterbacks? So they both kind of said the same thing. I think we all agree. You agree, right? That Luke Getzey's definitely limiting the growth. Of these oh, absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent. But but you guys, we beating a dead horse, bro. It's about mental health right now, guys. After all the shit that we, j I just said this. After all of the shit that just we've been through this season. He still ain't been fired or cut or, you know, them laid off or nothing. So just forget about it. It's going to the end of the season. We might as well relax and know that bullshit is coming. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Uh that to me, when it comes down to it, I don't see if if Ryan Poles really looks at this team and the offense and the talent that we have and the talent that hopefully he's gonna add and thinks Luke Getty is still the guy to be the coach and play caller that at that point, I'm concerned about the oh. future for the Bears, bro. Oh man, that that'll be come on. I, I think he gotta yeah. be better. That's like elementary right there. He knows bro, what like, it, I, it, I would on tape. I'm seriously concerned about the future of the Bears if that's the case. Right. Like, if that, like, if that's really how he looks at this. And don't get me wrong. Like, I, I know that we're hearing more and more that Matt Eberflus may actually stay on as head coach and they'll look at changing the, the coordinators and seeing what that does. Even then, I'm still looking at that. Like, really, like, to me, you just got a clean house, bro. That's where I'm at at this point. Like, and don't get me wrong. Luke Getzey, I'm sorry, Matt Eberflus calling the defense here lately. We're starting to see with them being more healthy, right, in the continuity. We are seeing them play better. But to me, I don't know, man. You chose these these coordinators, bro, and you got one that had to leave for whatever that was. We ain't even going to touch on that. You got another one that needs to go because he sucks. <laughs> I, at some point, every head just need to roll, and we just need to Let start. Let me ask right. you this, though, Drip, bro. Uh, now, hold on. I didn't blank the fuck out. <laughs> I had a raw-ass question. <laughs> Look, talking about the coaching got you pissed off. You done forgot your damn question. That's hilarious, bro. Wait a minute. Uh, I'll forget it. Go to the next thing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, what I'll say is this, man. Like, it, it seriously would concern me if Luke Getzey's retained as the offensive coordinator. Yeah. And and I know we have holes on the offensive line. We definitely got that. I think there's a lot of left tackles. The center position isn't too deep, but there are some quality centers. Like, listen, you can, they, they can, they're definitely better. If they could just stay healthy, they're better than Cody Whitehair and Lucas Patrick. Oh, yes. Right? So <laughs> that, that's what you got to look at. We already then lost Doug Kramer now because another team to pick him up for their practice squad. So I think you got to look at that. You got to look at the left tackle. And then, like, whatever you else you do, if you do those things, I still don't think that it's it's no, you've seen enough from Luke Getzey as a play caller to say we need to keep this guy on. So I got it. That's where I stand. I got a drip. I got a drip. Okay. Would you keep Matt Eberflus for a defensive coordinator? That's what I. But yeah, I don't. I, I, to my knowledge, has never been a head coach that stepped down from being a head coach, then being the defensive coordinator the same year. So yeah, I, I doubt, I doubt that. That's, I mean, you got to think about it. That's embarrassing too. You, that's basically a demotion. It is a demotion for sure. So but like, you don't remember Wade Phillips? He do that. Like I said, I think he left and came back though. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Maybe, let's take a look. Maybe, maybe I, maybe I'm missing something. Way Phillips was a that's OG status. Let's take a look. <laughs> that is back in the day. Yeah. Some of y'all wasn't even born yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. Way Phillips didn't do that. No. Nah. Oh well, this shit is nah, racist. So. It, it don't happen. <laughs> yeah, it don't happen. So I doubt that that's gonna be the case, man. But we'll see, man. Uh, but all right, let's get into this third voicemail for today. Uh, who's this one from? Let's pull this up. This one's from Fred. Fred, what's up? Yo, hey, what up, man? This be your boy Fred. Cognac boys, Bobby C. Steve-O, what it do, man? Love what y'all doing, man. Keep doing what y'all doing. Hey, I watched the game, man. And the defense, you know, I give them a little credit. They did their thing. I'm still ain't fucking with uh, Justin Jones. He, he get a sack. I'm like, bitch, you should have had more motherfucking sacks uh, this whole season. And then I'm looking at the play call with Luke Getz. I'm like, boy, you still fucking trash. You still deserve to get fucking fired. Bottom line. They should have put up more points on the Panthers than what they did. Like, y'all only come out with 16 points? Like, that's terrible. Hey, and then I realized, like, you remember they were saying that, uh, them cocksuckers, oh, the Bears should trade for Bryce Young. Boy, that motherfucker was throwing that ball to the dirt. 
out of bounds. I'm like, God damn, I say, is this the motherfucker who y'all talking about y'all want us to trade Justin Fields for? Like, I know Carolina got to be kicking themselves in the ass because they should have went with C.J. Stroud. But anyway, man, you know, I can't wait for Justin Fields get back because this ain't no knock towards no Tyson Bates, but I'm just tired of seeing him in there because he don't have a connection with D.J. And if you saw the frustration on D.J. Moore, because D.J. want to go deep. They have not threw no deep passes since he's been there as quarterback. Hopefully we get Fields back for the Detroit game and Fields take off and have a good 6-1 record because I'm so tired of these motherfuckers shitting on Justin Fields. They act like Fields is a bad quarterback like I keep telling people. Fields not a bad quarterback. Only thing he got to get rid of is holding the ball too long and hit his receivers when they open. And, and these coaches not coaching him on that shit. Wish they should have been coaching him on that shit during camp. But I've seen the, the motherfucking frustration on DJ. You can tell DJ do not like this dude because this dude ain't got a strong arm to throw deep passes to him. And I'm like, man, I thought feel his pain. He probably said to himself, I can't wait till Justin get back. Because he know when Justin get back, Justin letting that bitch go. He throwing, he throwing straight motherfucking bullets. So I'm still pushing for Justin Fields to still be the Bears quarterback, even in the offseason. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't see what's the point of them trading him and drafting another quarterback if you haven't even fucking developed the one you got. And they need to bring some real coaches around him. If Fields get some better coaches and a better O-line, everybody going to see a fucking difference. They're going to say, oh, just, it wasn't just the Fields. It was some ragged-ass, soft-ass, bitch-made-ass coaches. But, man, guys, I love what y'all doing. I love calling here, get on here, talking my shit, man, laughing at y'all at the same time, man, because I'll be feeling y'all pains and bears fed. So, man, let me know what y'all think, man. Chicago up, bad out of nothing. Bro, Fred just went off, bro. I don't even know where to start with that one, bro. bro he went off. We could start. Well, like everybody else, they hate Luke Getzey. Hey, Bryce, <laughs> hey, Bryce Young. Oh, I feel bad for that kid, Drip. I, yeah, I feel bro. bad, bro. As I don't think he bad, but he don't got I don't a, think he Bryce Young's bad. He's shown flashes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he don't stand a chance, Drip. Bro. No, man. They uh yeah, they they really haven't set my guy up at the, at the proper proper place, bro. Like so Bro, could you could you imagine a media, some people in the media like, uh, let's draft Bryce Young to be the quarterback of the Chicago Bears? Wait, that happened. Wait, that did happen, that happened, bro. Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine what people would be saying right now if they literally had did that, bro? What? <sighs> man, they'd be kicking that. Is that a fireball offenses for the media too? If that would have happened, bro. oh for sure. <laughs> like like it, like this is why you can't let the media dictate what you do with your football team. Just like you can't necessarily let fans right because three four weeks ago, a lot of fans, not all of them, but a lot of fans were saying, "Hey, Tyson Bajan should be the guy going forward." <laughs> and now we've seen that he's not that guy. So like. Listen, this is why I, I always say, right? I, I sit up here and say what I would like to see happen and things like that with the team, but I always make sure I throw in there. I don't envy the position that a, somebody like Ryan Poles and Kevin Warren are in because every look, um, a one me at my job, for example, if I make a mistake, it just means I got to do a little bit more work on the end of it. If you make a mistake at, at being a general manager at the yeah. NFL level, you could set your franchise back three to five years with one mistake, bro. Yeah, that's absolutely true, bro. And, uh, Bro, he can't. He he. And Tyson Bajan, this is what I want to say. It uh, we ain't trying to, cause I think he's a competent quarterback, and he'll be a yeah. great backup quarterback. But y'all doing that? Y'all doing? Just don't let the kid. You see how this kid played this last game? That was different yeah. from what we seen his first couple starts, bro. He declined. 
Yeah. Yeah, so hey, that's what it comes down to, man. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of this, like we've been saying, a lot of it comes do, does come to the coaching staff, right? And that's when people try to make these these black or white arguments yeah, that it's yeah. either all Justin Fields or it's all of this. I always try to be reasonable and say, no, nah, Justin Fields has absolutely the shit that he does wrong and needs to fix. Yeah. But also a lot of his mistakes are maximized by the fact that we have incompetent coaching. Yeah. We have not been able to protect nope. him. And it just is what it. And then you you're giving you gave away a second round pick for somebody who didn't play a, like who did not have a total of ten receptions for your team. No. I, that may be exaggerating on the number of, of receptions. But trip. No, before he get- no he in his whole time in Chicago, Chase Claypool had eighteen receptions. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's a year and like what two quarters of a season. Man, that's crazy, bro. Hey, look, drip. That's that's. Justin Fields' numbers before he uh, got injured was 12 and 12 touchdowns and five interceptions. His QBR was like 90-something. Like, how could that be terrible, bro? I don't understand yeah. how people can just go straight to terrible sometimes. Like, I I don't understand it, people. Man, it's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Coaching staff is frustrated as hell, bro. It is what – I mean, it's frustrating as hell. All Bears fans feel it, bro. We, as, a, as a fan base, the one thing that I think everybody's – uh, unified on is this coaching staff ain't it we can talk about that, the quarterback yeah, yeah. all day long i think bears fans yeah. generally are unified on the coaching staff ain't it so yeah and it's it is normally the case all the time though the i think the fan base be they all become the one when it comes to the coach of the chicago bears like when Nagy was when it's time for matt, matt Nagy to go Oh, the whole chicago bears uh fandom let him know every game it's time for you to go bro yeah facts Facts. And uh, listen, I think the only coach that uh, got let go the week because Lovey got fired with 10 wins. Yeah. And that, that's, there was a lot of Bears fans, even though I think a lot of Bears fans did uh, recognize too that his time has run out. But you have a 10 win season. There are going to be some fans that are like, wait yeah. a second, what are we doing here? Bro? Right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we got one more voicemail. Let's get into that one and get up out of here. We're going to play that now. Hey, Bobby, you see that? Tony O calling in. Ain't, ain't called in in a while. Man, some Bears, it, it makes you want to. Punch, punch folks in the face when they used to talk about this, this, and that. But, you know, we finally got a dub. I mean, it's, it's, hopefully we can, you know, get a couple of more, at least get more than we did last year. At this point, more than three is the best thing we can get, you know. Hopefully, and I, I really want Justin to light the rest of the, the, the season up just so that they can stop saying that Bajan is, is the next, you know, Kurt Warner. You know, it's Clearly, uh, I, I feel like it's clearly an agenda uh, between the two quarterbacks, and I don't understand why we want this crybaby ass Caleb Williams that's, or any of the other quarterbacks that you still have to develop and put into a system and do the same thing regardless if it's a new coaching system. You're starting the clock over and putting them with NFL already prime talent instead of just letting Justin play ball. Why don't we, so that poses my question, why is everyone against uh, running the board again for the first round pick? If Carolina's about to do what we think they're about to do and lose out, we could potentially walk in with the first round pick, they'll trade down again for a bevy of picks and load up through the draft. That's how you build through the draft. You load up with the prime pick, not your best quarterback, the best quarterback we've had in time, uh, and and trade him instead of trying to get a, a young guy and put him in a system who probably is not even ready for Chicago. 
Justin has done the best he's done with any any quarterback I've seen in Chicago. K's, 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 Bobby, Antonio calling in, ain't, ain't called in in a while. Man, them Bears, they, they make you want to. There we go. All right, it started replaying. I don't know what that was about. Uh, but it, it, what do you think about the trading down twice? I think that's what Ryan Poles has shown us. I've, I've said, I don't think the Bears are going to draft a quarterback. I think they're going to look at improving the trenches and everything else. Um, but what do you think about trading down and getting even more assets? I'm down with that. Uh, as long as we get Marvin Harrison Jr., I just don't want to pass on that. I hope the Bears don't do a dumb thing and pass on that. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. we need to get to. Um, I just want to talk about what he said about Caleb Williams, and I like to pose this question to my man Drip too. And I'm gonna answer before you pose before you answer. The question is: Is Justin Fields better than Caleb Williams? The answer for me is hell yes. Mm-hmm. Have you seen? Uh, Caleb Williams is terrific. He's a terrific college quarterback. But have you seen the last couple games that he played? He won the last game, I think. But the last couple games been everybody's going to have their down, you know, their downs. But that's he's not better than Justin Fields. So, drill is this fan, is this man Caleb Williams better than Justin Fields? Yes, and I okay. think that what people what people get caught up in is that they compare somebody with the struggles they're having at the NFL level and then compare it to what somebody's doing positively at the collegiate level, and you forget. Let's be clear here. Justin Fields was the better college yes. by far. So, like, when you get into those type of things, like, and don't get me wrong, Caleb is new uh, uh, and things like that. Like, let's look at her. The stats of – oh, that's Baker Mayfield. Where is it Where is it against Justin Fields? I had Justin Fields' stats up somewhere up here. So, Caleb Williams versus Justin Fields. Let's just look at it, right? Uh, completion percentage, Justin Fields, 68.4. Caleb Williams, 66. <laughs> Touchdowns. Uh, Justin Fields, 1.97 per game. Caleb Williams does have more, 2.5. Interceptions, 0.36 by Caleb Williams, 0.26 by Justin Fields. <laughs> QB rating, 178 by Justin Fields, one, one, 168.9 by Caleb Williams. Justin Fields is the better collegiate quarterback than Caleb Williams. And I get it that we get in so caught up in the now, right, that we forget that Justin Fields was an absolute dog at the college. <laughs> Bro, what? So, and 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 I get it that you, it, it's always the status thing of buying the new thing, right? It's, it's just like for somebody who always got to have the new phone that comes out, and then you start realizing, like, these niggas really ain't did shit from, from the iPhone 12 to the iPhone 13. Now, from the iPhone 12 to the 16, you may see something, right? <laughs> Eventually. Like, it, it's these iterative changes. And Caleb Williams is a, is a solid QB quarterback. But the way I look at it, too, he comes from a collegiate program that the last quarterback that they produced that won, that, that was great at the NFL level was Carson Palmer. And if anybody tries to make a conversation about Mark Sanchez, I'm smacking him up. <laughs> and they, they wanted people talk when they talk about this kid, and he is good. Like he has no weaknesses or something like that. Like, and he's still absolutely. And he's not playing against the best of the best yet. Yeah, and he's still not even doing well. He hasn't won national championships. Right. So now Caleb Williams has a Heisman where Fields didn't. Yeah. Right. He never finished higher than third. But again, that some of that also goes with a lot of narrative and people be. And as much as we need to talk, to, if we're going to ever talk about collegiate football, let's talk about the Ohio State bias. Yeah. Because there's a lot of times there's some really damn good Ohio State players that get missed out on awards because. People are tired of Ohio State. Yeah, that's a fact. That, that That's a fact. You can't deny that. That's actually a great yeah. point. But, uh, man, bro, this is that's an interesting question for a lot of these Chicago Bears fans and these uh, Caleb Williams uh, 
just gotta have gotta be a Chicago Bear this upcoming season. Is he better than Justin Fields? I think Justin Fields bigger, stronger. Uh, he may be fast. He's faster. Yeah, Justin Fields faster. You know, it's up to you guys if you want to. Oh my God, I don't know if you like going backwards. He might not be good. He might be good, but he might be better. But it's a good chance he might be. You know, and then what? Exactly. It's this, you know what it's like. It's like when a dude trades in his wife that he's been married to for a decade for a new younger model, a younger woman, and the, the bitch don't clean, cook, or do nothing. That's a perfect somebody, example, like, bro. See, you train, you train that for this. Exactly. And the older 80, you 20. get, and, and the older you get, the more that shit like, oh, hold on. Exactly. <laughs> I need that. Exactly. <laughs> so that's all the boils down to, man. But like I said, I hope that they do trade down. They get more assets. Yeah. They continue to build this thing out. Yeah. They build their, their trenches up. And like I said before, even if you build up your trenches on both sides, you build up your weapons. If you do decide in a year or two that Fields ain't that guy, now you're whenever you do bring in the next quarterback, they're not going to get sacked. 55. Keep in mind, Justin Fields, people forget, Justin Fields only played in what? How many games in season six? Right? Yeah. Am, I, am I right it's on like that? Six, five, he was sacked games, 24 times. Wow. He was all based to be sacked 70 times this season. This kid been sacked so much in his, in his young career, bro. It got The it. only person who's been in the sack more than Justin Fields is freaking, uh oh, what what's what's uh, uh Zion's chick? Uh, 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 Mariah, uh, Mariah Mills. Yeah, Mariah, that's the only person who's been in the sack more than Justin Fields. That's a shame, man. And still, he has, he comes to work every day. Hayes, and he yeah. put up numbers, drip. So yeah. you got to acknowledge, kid, and give the kid some credit, man, because he's been through a lot, man. He came out and told us. Who the first one told yeah. us, drip? He said, he, yeah. he said, he said, man, I'm going to do my own thing. And they said, what is it? And he, he proved it. <laughs> yeah. After he said that, he had two of his best games as a pro after he said, hey, I'm in my head. I'm about to start. I'm just going to start doing me. Oh. Right? And not just as a runner because people heard that and said, oh, he's about to start running a lot. Damn. It wasn't even that. He did that and became a better pocket presence. He came in there and was a better decision maker down the field. He came in there and absolutely showed and reminded people why he has the potential of what he has. So that's how I know. That's how I know it'd be levels to the shit. Cause if you can't tell that he's running significantly less than last year, it's got to be levels to watching football games. Cause I think it's obvious. <laughs> Cause he was Facts. taking off drip last year. He was taking off. <laughs> Facts. But uh, anything left, Dub, before we get up out of here? Hey, man, uh, I like to uh, get a shout out to all the veterans out there. My nephew, rest in peace to my little cuz. And my stepson, bro. Shout out to y'all, man, for holding down this country, bro. Damn, I didn't know you had a son serving, bro. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out to all the veterans, man. Shout out to my dad and mom, my sister, uh, who all served in the military. I appreciate all you guys and all the veterans out there. Shout out to Brandon L. Jet, yeah. which is one of the, the members of the Goon Squad here. He's a veteran, so we appreciate you guys. And make sure you guys wish Bobby a happy birthday yes, as well, man. That's it for us for today. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentral.gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and or voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. For C-Dub and Bobby, I'm Hayes. We out here. Peace hey, Bobby, drunk right now. Happy birthday, nephew. <laughs> This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media. Media.